Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Kevin Jackman is his name. He goes by Keats Did It. Keats Did It. He is a TikTok star and a filmmaker. Let me welcome him to the show for the first time. Kevin Jackman. Hey. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. Thank you. Listen, uh, you know, I'm I'm on social media like everybody else, and I'm always looking for uh, joy and just people who are doing things that are, uh, you know, not not the norm, not uh, not the the same noise. And when you did this thing with the planets, if the planets had a meeting, I was like, yeah, I'm looking for the schoolhouse rock of this generation. Kids need to know. I remember Erica Buddington did a whole thing with geography back in the day to Cardi B's Bodak Yellow. And now she's producing stuff for Amber Ruffin. So I'm like, there are folk out there. This generation is going to save us. I believe that. Tell us your story. How did you start doing this? Oh, man. So I originally started, I come from a very musical household. You know, I grew up watching my cousin Haywood Nelson on What's Happening, you know, and my cousin. Wait, 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 wait. Roger's friend, Haywood. Yeah. What's up? That one. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. Okay. I had the VHS tapes and my dad and my mom, they brought me up. I went, I was in the church uh, and I was on the Funkadelic, Michael Jackson. So everything was musically ingrained. You know, you can, you can get a C or a B in math, but if you don't get an A in music, there's something wrong. So uh, yeah, I started to get into hip hop when I got my laptop and I started making my own beats. And I said, you know what, I want to be an artist. And I, I was really into sciences and just creativity in itself, but I was kind of lost on a path of, you know, when you go to college, uh, in order to create and be a creative, you need to learn your maths and sciences so that you can be an engineer and create. Because my older sister, she was a chemical engineer. She got a full scholarship to Howard University. She now has a PhD in chemical engineering. So I just thought that if you're a creative, you need to transfer that energy and be in STEM. Uh, but when I started to go through the curriculum, I really wasn't feeling it in my heart uh, because I felt like, you know, I didn't want to be at a, because you don't really know what college is until you're sitting there and you're like, this is what it is. So I just was not really feeling, my heart wasn't in just the paper and the, and the math and the science. So I said, you know what, let me take a step back. And I know I have, I'm bursting with creativity. You know, I'm beatboxing in the hallways. I'm, I'm impersonating characters. I'm, I just have such a vibrant character. So I said, let me switch my major to marketing. And, and also, side note, I was originally going to school for aerospace engineering, you know, aerospace and mechanical. So I had a love for space. I went to a high space program in uh, Florida. I, I worked a work study at NASA's uh, Kennedy Space Center. So I've always had a love for space and planets. Uh, but I switched into marketing and I said, you know, what? I'm going to be a music artist and I'm going to change all that and, and do music and create my own beats. And I'm, you know, with the independent labels, you know, it's so easy with the internet to push your own stuff. So I started with the music and it was just so hard to get started because I have a very uh, quirky flavor to me. You know, I'm not the hood rapper. I'm not rapping about guns. I'm not rapping about all the money. I don't have any tattoos. I don't have dreads. So it was kind of hard to get like a major following. So a couple of years later, uh, which is like about two years ago, uh, my, my team got together and was like, have you heard of TikTok? You know, get on TikTok and see what, you know, you have so much going for you. You're not just music. You know, you can act, you just, they need to see you. So I got on the platform and within two weeks, uh, which is in November of 2019, in two weeks, once I got the app, I came up with this idea for if the planets had a meeting. I was going through a real tough time with like retrograde. You know, my apartment got flooded. I got a nail in my tire. I got some sort of ticket. And I was like, man, why is Mercury such a bleep? 
And I was like, you know, if what if the planets actually talked about that, you know, and, I, and I'm just taking a shower and I'm just kind of entertaining the thought. And I'm like, nah, this is this is fire. I got to I got to create this because no one else is going to. And I did it. And within overnight, I had like two million views. And with the week, I just started getting tens of thousands of followers over the weeks. And uh, past that, I didn't know there was going to be like up to like part two, three, four. I have like 20 parts now. And what you saw was just me incorporating my natural music. So I'm, I'm getting back into that right now. Look at that. And so uh, you have a deal with beatbox beverages. You have deals with Procter & Gamble, Dell, BET Viacom, and you got sponsors. So um, are you making more money than your PhD having sister now? <laughs> I don't know. She's never opened up a checkbook. She's doing all right. Uh, but I am definitely financially independent off of, you know, my, my merch sales and everything that I have going for me. So I was actually working a full-time job as an IT client manager where I was managing about 35 law firms in Atlanta. And I would go there and I do, you know, systems upgrades, workstations, servers. So I would speak, I speak computer, uh, but it started to go crazy. And, and everybody in my job knew I was an entertainment person, you know, I was bubbling up. But once this merch sales and the planet started, I was like missing work because I had to pack my merch and stuff. And so that took over and I was able to do that full time. So I'm coming up just about a year being a full time content wow. creator. Now, th that's pandemic because a lot of things were able to pop off in the pandemic. It's a lot of people during the pandemic and we're still technically in it. Uh, but on lockdown, people were able to sit down and actually, you know, double down on their gifts and talents. And a whole lot of people started businesses. But now things are starting to open back up. Things are shifting a little bit. Do you see, you know, because I know folk who made their money on YouTube saw that revenue cut in half. Uh, because it wasn't like the captive audience of advertisers. And also, you know, the summer George Floyd also brought in a large influx where people were doubling down on black things, but that's starting to wane. I said that window was going to close. Yeah. How do you pivot from this, Kevin Jackson, uh, excuse me, Jackman, to make sure that you are, uh, you know, that the, the self-sufficiency continues? Yeah, so... I, I really blew up. I was one of the people that really took full advantage of the pandemic. People were on their phones and they were just waiting for more content. You couldn't give them enough content. So now I did notice, you know, the views are more padded to what it would be in reality. But now I'm looking forward to things opening up because now I get to connect with my fans that I've built. You know, I have people that listen to my music. I have fans in London, Saudi Arabia, you know, Japan, South Africa. And I'm looking to tour because I'm getting back into music. I'm dropping, I'll, I'll, break some, I'll break some news right here. I'm dropping the best anime rap ever. Uh, there was a TikTok that I put out that gained about 6 million views in like a couple of hours and it got taken down and TikTok was in a rage. Uh, but they were like, where's the full song? Where's the full song? So I went to DreamCon, which is one of the biggest, well-respected anime conventions that we have. And I shot a music video, professional music video, graphic design effects. So I have that dropping with... Uh, the producer Buddha blessed this beat who worked with Chris Brown, you know, two chains, Migos, all wow. of them. So I have a banger coming out and really just looking to, to get out, do meet and greets and tour off that and meet fans. All right. I low key hate on this, uh, Kevin, I'll be honest, you and Lil Nas X and all the rest of y'all um, studio made uh, sensations. I low key hate on it. Cause I love music too much, but I also respect this generation and, you know, watching little Nas X literally use algorithms, beats, uh, you know, and marketing 
marketing coming out of the whole Barbie movement and, and being, you know, a stand and a troll, he used all of that to create this persona that now is taking on a life form of his own. It's, it's not a fad. Like, so I have to respect it, even if I low key hate on it. Uh, so, so I'm not mad at you. I think, I think the future, your future is bright because we're in a space where, you know, but you play, you play instruments though. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right. You, oh, yeah, I'm a musician. I, I picked up the trumpet. I wanted to, uh, because in fourth grade, you get, you know, you get to pick an instrument, but I knew I wanted to play the trumpet since I was like five, since I heard Miles Davis and Louis Armstrong. But my parents told me, I'm not paying this money for a trumpet, boy, you gonna, you gonna get one in school. So I had to wait and I got it. And I started, I got really good. I was like a trumpet prodigy. I would play at church. And my, when you're in service, people visiting churches, they would say, hey, can your son come and play at my church in Port Jefferson? So I didn't even realize that I was on tour as like a, a middle school, high school student playing when the saints go marching in at church, different churches like every Sunday. So yeah, uh, I was uh, I was a drum major. I was a leader in my jazz band, leader in my symphonic band. So yeah, I read music, uh, love my trumpet, still play it, still sample it in my hip hop music today. Okay, so I, I don't I don't low key hate on you as much as some of the others because I, I think you oh, know I think that's. You, the ability to be able to read music, play music, uh, music is, you know, that, that is the core essence. It's a, it's a skill, it's a talent, but it's also a skill that I think we're losing, you know, especially with the technology, even, even old school DJing, you know, I started watching a little bit of the Wu-Tang Clan and, um, on Hulu and, you know, that drum machine with the techniques and the, you know, now you could just come show up with your, your cell phone and DJ a whole party. You don't have to know how to do beats per minute. You don't have to know how to, you know, scratch and and blend those songs with their beats per minute. You don't have to know how to do any of that. You now have a computer that can do all of it, and you're a DJ. And I'm like, that's BS. That's BS. But at the same time, everyone has access to it. So it's, yes, as a whole, it's easier than it used to be. But there are some people that are doing some crazy thing. How how good can you be with this product? You know, can you be upside down, you know, scratching and go behind your back? I know these these are uh, two little girls that DJ and they're like, you know, you yeah. have some 10 year old sensation. So I don't think it, it's yes, it's easier, but everyone's on the same playing field. I see your point. I see your point. I see your point. All right. So Kevin Jackman's here. Uh, Keats did it. And uh, you 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 give a nod uh, to, to, uh, the poet. Why, why, why John Keats? Why, why Keats? Why not Langston Hughes? Why not somebody from well, our culture? Really come up with it. It really just happened. So in my senior year, I was on my report card. I got talks too much in class. I was one of those kids, uh, but everything was always in good nature. And I was in English class one day and my teacher was handing out like pamphlets or whatever worksheets. And on the top, it said, John Keats, you know, born this date, died this date. So I had, made made some conversation in class oh so he was like 26 when he died and my professor was like no he was 25 you know you need to look it up so I went on my phone looked it up and I was wrong so he was making fun of me and he was like oh yeah because you know Keats all right and just the rest of the year he just kept calling me Keats and I'm like all right and I was about 17 when this happened but you know the since the teacher called me Keats all my friends called me Keats you know it was a small town uh, so later, a couple of years when I was in college deciding I wanted to take rap music seriously, I was like, I need a name because I'm not about to be Kevin on stage. So I was cleaning my room and my prom date uh, in high school, she made, she got me this big card and right in the middle of it, when I was cleaning, I saw it and it said, happy birthday Keats. And I thought it was a really cool story one. And 
rap is an acronym for rhythm and poetry. So I was like, Keats, my name is Kevin. It's a romantic poet. I just felt like things, I, it was too in sync to ignore. So that's how I just, you know, went with Keats, you know? Okay. And he did die at age 25. So there's that okay. for those of you who uh English major. Uh, all right. So, so now what's next? What's, what's next? What's coming down the pike for you? Uh, Mr. Kevin Jackman, what, what is up and how do your parents feel about this? So you're, you're before you get into all that, you're from Amityville, New York. Is that, yep. is that true? The, where the horror, where the, the house is, is the house still there? Have you ever been to the house? Oh yeah, they used to uh, have a block party and on Halloween and shut it down. Had a whole, it was lit. <laughs> were, were you ever scared? Did, no, it, no, I heard, really. I heard it was true. Like somebody, you know, it's I heard true. the tr- the story but, you was know, true. In Long Island, they uh, that's where earlier they sent all the people. There's a lot of asylums and there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of haunted stuff in Long Island. But you know, you go down there when you're a kid, and it's like, oh, they changed the windows. You know, a family lives here. It was just cool. We kind of accepted it. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, uh, growing up in Long Island, that part of Long Island as a black man, yes. what was the challenge? Cause you, you, I, you feel very un, unbothered by racism. And I, I like that. It makes me smile. You feel very free to me, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was friends with everybody. I was Long Island, the way it's set up, there's a lot of pockets in small towns and there is racism, but at the end of the day, you know, you can let anything in the world get to you. So just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm all about uh, my people and gaining black economic excellence for us. So a lot of people would take this kind of a side tangent, but like when our dances are getting stolen on TikTok, when we're not getting credit for stuff, I say, okay, you want to go on strike, but you can keep going and keep building rather than sitting down. You know, you're going to have to be able to go through mud. You're going to have to, there's always going to be uh, people in your way, you know, people not letting you, uh, people taking your stuff. It's just the way it is. It's the price of trying to build, you know, there's always going to be some, some challenge. Uh, but yeah, in my town, it was really good. I had a lot of support. I was friends with a lot of white kids, Spanish kids. It was kind of a melting pot. Uh, but yeah, it was, I always still had that New York flavor because my dad, he was fortunate enough to bring us to Long Island because he was born in the Bronx in Parkchester. All his family, he, he grew up there. So he was blessed with a good job, you know, and he moved his family out to get away, away from it, but still maintaining that New York mentality. And I went to school in Florida where there's a lot of racism, but at the, at the same time, it makes you stronger. You have to get stronger. You have to adapt. It's just, you know, who we are. Black people are strong people. So, you know, you never ignore it, always realize it's there, but navigate through it. Well, I love following you. You are a joy, an absolute joy. And we need those, they call them palate cleansers. Uh, Keats did it, is a palate cleanser. He's going to bring some joy, some happiness, some quirkiness, and all of the things. And also, in many ways, to me, you're the example of what it looks like uh, when we don't put people in the boxes, right? You can be yourself, your full self. And I I like what I'm seeing from you. And uh, we're going to pay attention. I look forward to your music video. You're going to drop that soon? Uh, Yeah, I have, man, I got a lot dropping soon. So the next thing that I have going, I was invited to show my, the first part of my collection uh, in Atlanta International Fashion Week, which is September 28th from Wait, October what, col- what collection? Oh, your, your clothing, your, your apparel. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so I have merch, which is this, you know, you have the planets, all the planets in the celestial bodies, they have their individual 
sayings and stuff, but that's merch. Uh, what I did, I took up the role of being a designer, which is one of my other aspirations. Uh, and I designed everything from scratch. I'm making a sport athletic tracksuit. I've already made my first design and I'm doing a photo shoot for it. And uh, I was invited to Atlanta International Fashion Week to present the first part of my collection. Oh, congratulations on that. And you got the music video. And what do your parents think? Oh, my parents they're they can't ignore it i mean they see the millions of views they see everything going they're like kevin's doing his thing i mean what are you gonna really say I'm, I'm killing it so they're really happy and supportive they weren't too much you know when it wasn't paying off but i understood you know my, my parents still have flip phones so i understood that the smartphone <laughs> was used as a tool and i i looked at it from a marketing perspective and seeing my own talents and i bet on myself so they finally saw it uh coming to fruition. But at the same time, it's not like I dropped everything. I was uh, working on salary being a client manager for a private IT company, you know? So, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. You weren't sleeping on the, in their basement, uh, exactly. just doing no. this. Uh, listen, I'm incredibly proud of you, Kevin Jackman. And I, I can't wait to see what comes next for you, brother. Keats did it and Keats did it.com where you can get the merch. Thanks for coming in today. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.